Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. The Smartest Dog on Earth by Denise McGill It was three days before Christmas. My sister Sherry and I were so excited. School had been out only a few days, but we were on Mom's last nerve already. Every time another commercial came on TV, we ran to our lengthy Christmas list and added another toy or game. We wanted everything we saw. Finally, Mom had enough, and she sat us down and gave us the speech. You probably know the one I mean. It was the, it is better to give than to receive, speech. She asked us if we had considered anyone besides ourselves. Did either of you buy a gift for your sister or little brother, she asked. Have you even thought about your grandmother or your father? I don't know about Sherry, but I felt like the lowest lint in the laundry. We made a list of our family and friends, pooled our meager allowance, and walked to the dollar store. It wasn't much, but together we bought something for everyone on our list. It was more exciting than I would have thought, coming home with the crisp air whipping through our hair and biting our cheeks and with a bag full of gifts that weren't for us. At home, we let our French poodle, Jacques, off his chain, and he followed us into the house. I decided it would be fun to make a creative day out of this, and I got out my recipe for gift paper. Together, Sherry and I made some pretty paper sheets, and when they dried, we folded them into gift bags. With the decorated paper bags and the tape dispenser, we wrapped and labeled each gift, chatting and laughing together. Who knew it was so much fun to give to others? The frenzy built as we worked on the last gift. Even Jacques could sense the excitement. He was right up under us the whole time. Finally, Sherry and I looked down, really noticing him for the first time. That's when it hit us. The dog, we exclaimed together. We had forgotten to put the dog on our Christmas list. What do you think he would like, Sherry asked. I don't know. He likes to eat, I answered. How about dog food, Sherry suggested. No, Mom buys plenty of dog food. He knew we were talking about him, and he sat there searching each of our faces and wagging his short tail. What about a bone? I whispered with my hand to my mouth so Jacques wouldn't hear. A bone, she whispered back. That's perfect. He'd love that. I have a quarter left. Me too, I answered. Out we went again into the rain to the meat market one block away to see if we could get a bone for just 50 cents. The store owner seemed more amused than sympathetic when we explained that we had forgotten our dog's Christmas present. Could we please buy a bone for just 50 cents? He brought out the biggest bone I ever saw. A brontosaurus bone, I was sure. He wrapped it in cellophane for us. It even had some meat still on it. It was the perfect bone. We rushed home to wrap this final gift. Sherry wrote to our dog Jacques, Love Sherry and Denise, on a gift tag and together we placed the bone under the tree. The rain had let up only a little, long enough for us to do our shopping and get home, but it felt like a sunny day to me. The next day, as we piled into the car for church, we noticed our damp, drippy dog standing in the rain. Mom, look at poor Jacques. He's all wet, Sherry lamented. Can't we let him into the warm house while we go to church, I begged. He has a dog house, Mom reminded us, but we could tell she thought he was pitiful, too. Please, we begged together. Okay, Mom caved in, but only while we're at church. When we get home, out he goes. She tried to sound tough, but we knew she was filled with creamy fluff. Sherry hurried to undo his chain and lead him in the front door. 
We didn't expect the scene that greeted us when we got home. I stood in the front doorway and gasped. There was ripped gift paper scattered all over the living room floor. Sherry and I rushed to the tree to count the presents. It looked as if all of them were still there. What was missing? Mom looked for the dog. Jacques was crouched under a bed, busily chewing his bone. Come and see, Mom shouted. We couldn't believe it. Sherry and I looked at each other in wonder. He had opened only one present, his present. How did he know which one to open? He must have read the gift tag and knew it was his, I exclaimed. Our dog could read. Our dog was the smartest dog I'd ever heard of. For two whole days, I went around telling people, yeah, your dog can do tricks, but our dog can read. We started planning TV shows for him. Maybe we could get him on America's Funniest Home Videos or Good Morning America because our dog could read. Mom waited till after Christmas to break the news. It was quite a blow when she told me, you know, he probably just smelled the bone. I felt as deflated as last year's birthday balloons. I guess there will be no America's Funniest Home Videos prize in our future. But still, I think there will never be a Christmas to beat that one. I can't really remember what presents I got. I'm not sure what I got for my family either. But I still smile when I think that for two whole days I was sure we owned the smartest dog on earth. What better Christmas present could a kid have? I doubt that's what Jesus was thinking of when he said, It is more blessed to give than to receive. But giving definitely has its rewards. The story you have heard today is from Guide's Greatest Stories, written by various authors and compiled by Randy Fischel, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.